Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Welcome to a Monday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing well. Excellent. So, how has your weekend been? Oh, it's been phenomenal. Yeah? Because you're with me. Yeah, I'm watching all my friends at the Passholders preview for Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I know. That's nice. Yeah, for them. Yeah, to get to go down. It's kind of a bummer, though, that, you know, obviously everybody who goes has to be a pass holder. So if you have a friend going down, you can't bring someone else with you. Right. Yeah, one of my friends is down there now, um, but she does not have an annual pass. So she's just down there with a friend, kind of just hanging out. Is the friend a pass holder? Yes. Oh. So the friend, you know, two women, the friend went down um, for her annual pass uh, preview and asked if my friend wanted to go with her. And she's like, sure, you know, ladies trip to Disney World, but she can't actually go into Galaxy's Edge. That stinks. Yeah. Still nice to be in Disney. But it must be nice to be there. Yeah. Um, so Disney has announced that Disneyland Forever, the fireworks spectacular, will be ending on September 2nd. Um, once Disneyland Forever concludes its run, Halloween Screams fireworks will light up the sky and select nights upon the start of the Halloween time celebrations. So obviously that's over at Disneyland. Yeah, you know, I think that's one of the big differences between uh, Disneyland and Disney World is that they don't have fireworks every day in Disneyland. That's right. Yeah, and you gotta check the schedule. Yeah, it's because they're, um, if it's not a peak season, during summertime they have them daily. But, um... You know, because it is kind of a, well, it isn't kind of, it is in a residential and, and business area, so it's kind of a mixed-use uh, zoned area. Right. Um, and they don't do fireworks every night, so if you're not going during a peak period, you know, you're there in the summer, they have it every night. You go at Christmas time, they have it every night. But if you're not there in a peak season, we were there, check your schedule. I mean, it was April break. We we were there, week. yeah, I mean, it was probably, it was the busiest time in the spring that we possibly could have been there, which was indicated by the fact that they released some special discounted tickets. Around our dates, Yeah, there was only on one week dates. not eligible, and that was uh, our week. Um, and even then, it wasn't every night. There was something every night, but it alternated between the show in Disneyland, the fireworks in Disneyland, and the, what, World of Color mm-hmm. over at um, California Adventure. Yeah, so. off-season, they usually only run them Friday through Sunday. Wow. Yeah, that would be disappointing to miss out on. Totally. Um, so also at Disneyland, um, the rocks that flank the entrance of Tomorrowland, they kind of look like French fries, so I guess uh, some locals call them the French fry rocks, um, are being removed. So those have been there since the late 90s remodel of Tomorrowland, so that'll be a different look for the entrance of the Tomorrowland area. Yeah, and they're also changing Tomorrowland in uh, Walt Disney World, so changing right. the entrance there. Yep. Um, in terms of uh, other Disneyland news, there's just one more little note, and that is we've been telling you about the Disney characters being kind of Disney-bound in Marvel Wear, uh, celebrating Marvel's 80th anniversary beginning August 31st, and uh, two new characters we've he- heard about are Goofy as Iron Man and Pluto with an Avengers bandana. So I don't know that Pluto is any type of specific character. No, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a dog, so he just has That's the bandana true. like tied around his uh, neck. But, but it's Goofy's a... also a dog. Yes, but he's like a speaking dog? Oh. Or something? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't he maybe not supposed to be a dog? No, I think he's a dog. There's two dogs? He's got but one's a dog ears. dog? What and would one's he a... be? I don't know. I don't know. What would he be? Oh, he's a big dog. I guess, but that seems so silly. 
That they're friends with one dog who's like, you know... And the other one's a pet. Right. Right. That's odd. All right. Well, um, moving over to Disney World, um, some Halloween phone cases have been introduced. Um, There are seven unique cases. Uh, Two of them are pass holder exclusives. So the five that are not pass holder exclusives are... The first one is themed with Mickey as a vampire um, and says Halloween 2019. Uh, The second is the Sanderson sisters from the Hocus Pocus villains uh, Spelltacular. Um, The next, a Halloween party Mickey and Minnie with Minnie dressed as a witch in front of a spooky Cinderella castle silhouette. Um, And then there's an orange case with Minnie dressed as a flying witch on her broomstick above the words Happy Halloween 2019. And lastly is a lime green case featuring Chip as Dr. Frankenstein and Dale as Frankenstein's monster. We had said the other day we couldn't remember what Chip and Dale were right. dressed as. That's that's what that is. There we go. Yep. And then the annual pass holder exclusive to the first one um, has Vampire Mickey with the words pass holder on the front. And the other one uh, features Vampire Mickey, Witch Minnie, and Ghostly Donald on the top part. With pass holder 2019 written on um, amongst the bat shadows on the bottom. So, if if you're a pass holder, do you think that there's that big of a pass holder uh, collector's market for iPhone cases that they've got to make them specific? You know, well, I think unique? it's something that probably only pass holders are buying and using themselves. You know, a lot of this stuff gets like purchased and then like stuck on eBay and stuff. But right. like, who wants to buy something that says pass holder? When now, if you want people to think you're an annual pass holder, I don't know. Well, uh, pass holders get exclusive magnets. They get exclusive, like, cutting boards during food and wine festival. Right. These are all really cute. I just don't know that I would want one. Well, I'm cheap, though. I don't know that I would want one themed for such a short um, season. You know, I mean, you buy it now. You've got it for, well, I guess there's so much more before Halloween. I guess you get it for a couple of months. But right. um, I like my stuff to hold because up a little bit more. You know that once November rolls around, they're going to roll out the... Yeah, you need a Christmas Mickey's case. Mickey's Not So Scary... I'm um, sorry, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas... Right. ...annual pass holder iPhone cover. Yeah. And, well, they have two other ones, though, that they that were recently released, um, and these are not geared specifically to Halloween. There's a Ruthless Ursula case and the Notorious Maleficent case. So those are actually... Um, especially the Maleficent one is uh, pretty cute. Cool. Well, not cute. I don't know. It's nice. It's colorful. I like them. And there's a new Maleficent movie coming out. Yeah. This uh, this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, in Epcot, painting has finished at the Mexican Quick Service, and the construction walls are down. And the Australian booth has put up, so uh, you can get some eats from down under. Yeah, well, food it's, and wine. it's up, but it's not right. It's not serving yet. Right. Um, Gotta oh, wait for the festival. But the booth also, is there. for the food and wine festival, two new marketplaces have been added. Uh, the first, the donut box. Um, items will include a black and white coffee cocktail garnished with a fresh yeast donut sprinkled with chocolate espresso bean crumbles and a sweet corn fritter with Fresno and red pepper jelly, as well as a strawberry dusted yeast donut. Um, they will also have a strawberry smoothie made with almond milk and an exclusive festival beer, Boston cream donut ale from Central 28 Beer Company. The second Cool Wash will be... Oh, the second um, marketplace is going to be called Cool Wash. And it'll be a stop where you can create your own frozen beverages with slushy flavors, ranging from blue raspberry to orange cream. Uh, and then you can choose mix-ins like Swedish Fish, Jelly Drops, Boba Pearls, and Pop Rocks. And when will the donut box open? Uh, October 1st. Cool. So do you think that coffee 
cocktail is like an extreme shake. Does it have the donut yes. jammed into it with over the espresso the top. bean crumbles? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it wasn't as big and over the top, but um, yeah, it had like a donut like over the Great. straw. So now, now we're starting the extreme coffee craze. Nick guess. All right. All right. Uh, this is not food, but uh, it is the Eat to the Beat concert series. So along with every festival, there is usually some type of musical accompaniment, whether it is the... Uh, flower power stuff or or in this case eat to the beat during the food and wine festival and they've added some acts uh joey fatone and friends featuring chris uh, kirkpatrick and ryan cabrera will be at the american gardens theater from november 12th through the 14th and also alternative rock band smash mouth will be there from september 16th through 17th all right let's plan our trips around that yeah right <laughs> I, I can't wait to see smash mouth i liked them well, they, you know, one hit wonder. <laughs> if you can get one hit, you're pretty much on a Disney stage at some point, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you like Nelson. Hey. And uh, some news specific. You know, it used to be we talked about Galaxy's Edge every day, and now it seems like we talk about Halloween every day. Yeah, well, I mean, the first um, the first party was Friday night, so, right. um, you know, there's been a lot of the uh, foods that we had talked about have now been tried, and there's reviews out there. What's good, what's not, what to spend your money on, what not to bother with. Um, so, uh, here's a few of them. Yeah, and I, I saw from my friend Liz, uh, who went to the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary on Friday night. Her, She's an allergy advocate. Um, she specializes in, in guests with allergies. Um, and they went, they did the teal tokens okay. for candies. And apparently if you don't uh, redeem those early enough in the night, a lot of the uh, allergy-friendly snacks are not available. Oh, that's a bummer. So they went in at the end of the night to, you know, cash in their, their allergy tokens. And, uh, you know, they made out okay, but a lot of the stuff, like there's allergy-free chocolate that mm-hmm. was not available because it had all been taken already. Right. So... Uh, if you are allergy friendly, uh, or maybe or stop those, halfway through the night. You you might want to yeah cash in, stop in a couple times, right? Uh, That's sensible. And keep that in mind. Um, so in other Mickey's not so scary news, um, the Golden Oak Outpost, which is the quick service at the far reach of Frontierland, kind of as you're coming out of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, headed towards Splash Mountain there. Oh, that's that the one that's like cutely themed? It looks like a log cabin? It, look, it looks like a, it used to be an old covered wagon, like okay. a chuck wagon. Mm-hmm. And it was the best when they sold the McDonald's fries oh, there. Oh, that was the, that was the fry old fry wagon. wagon. Okay. And then, of course, once they lost their partnership with McDonald's, just like pterodactyl fries over in Dinosaur Land, right. uh, they stopped selling French fries there. So, of course, you know, they brought Mickey snacks in. Um, but over at the Golden Oak Outpost... Um, they're now offering some fall-inspired menu items exclusive to the Halloween party. So you can get six cinnamon sugar donut holes for four ninety nine, frozen apple cider for four ninety nine, and a caramel pretzel for four seventy nine. Over at Storybook Treats, which is in uh, Fantasyland, you can get the Maleficent waffle cone for five twenty nine. Uh, the Constance wedding cake, which we talked about the other night, uh, at coming in at seven dollars and fifty cents. Is reported to be quite good, but apparently not worth seven fifty. So if you're gonna, uh, you know, buy that, you might want to uh, consider the price. Yeah, which I is mean, the value. reviews said that it was tasty, but it's small. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can even share it with. It somebody. looks. I mean, it, it looks smaller than a cupcake. Yeah, it's, you know, the it was cupcakes tiny. there are gigantic. Yeah, I would pay seven fifty for a big cupcake, but I wouldn't pay seven fifty for a little fondant hatchet. <laughs> Uh, the Headless Horseman Cheesecake, cheesecake uh, five ninety nine from Sleep, Sleepy Hollow. 
which is over in um, Liberty Square. Uh, people are saying it is very pumpkiny, and it gets a thumb di- thumbs down from reviewers. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Oh, I'm sorry, my paper was upside down. <laughs> I read it as thumbs down. And the also at Sleepy Hollow, the chocolate Mickey waffle sundae for six forty nine is getting two thumbs up from reviewers, and it does feature pumpkin ice cream. Yeah, so I was reading about it, and I was like, oh, that sounds really good, and it's something that like I thought you would like. Until it says uh, pumpkin, pumpkin ice, ice cream. cream. But I wonder, they'd probably do it with vanilla for you. You'd hope they'd substitute it. I think they would. And uh, there is also there are also new Mickey pumpkin balloon popcorn buckets for $18. Um, and they're see-through, just like a balloon. Um, I, you know, the big craze the past couple years has been these popcorn buckets uh, you buy them in the parks, and then they end up on eBay for $25, $30. Yeah, I think these definitely will. Uh, they're large enough to really actually hold some popcorn. They're cute enough to be used as, like, decor in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, and not in this house. No, I no, no. We're no. too high class for that stuff. No, not that we're high class, but you would never spend $18 on a popcorn bucket. No, but I'd spend $18 on decor for my home. Not popcorn bucket decor, but... No. I don't <laughs> they even were... think you'd spend the $18 on decor. They were cute because because of the see-through. Yeah, like they really mm-hmm. kind of look like a, a balloon. balloon, which I don't know. I didn't really see coming until I took a good look at the picture. Which reminds me, Disney Dave has a uh, popcorn bucket. I asked him to buy a popcorn bucket for us at one point. Why? I can't remember which one it was. Not for us. No, for me. Yeah. For my office. Mm, yeah. Would you like to talk about Tables in Wonderland? I would. Um, the Tables in Wonderland members. And can what is Tables in Wonderland? I don't know. You tell them about that. I see you buy a thing and it gets you a discount, right? Yeah, it's membership and a, a card, and then you get discounted dining in certain restaurants. Right. You have to pay year. for it up front, and then you get discounts. It's a sizable discount. Um, I think it's like twenty percent at a lot of sit-down restaurants. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, tables in Wonderland members can enjoy chefs' table dining experiences at the Contemporary Resort throughout fall. Of 2019, the resort's catering chefs and service staff will be hosting the event at the chef's table located backstage at Disney's Contemporary Resort Convention Center. Uh, The check-in time will be 6.30 at the East Rotunda on the first floor of the resort. Um, Then there will be a reception featuring a champagne toast in the catering kitchen. Following the reception, guests will be brought through a secret entrance to the chef's table where they will be treated to a six-course meal. During the dinner, guests will have the opportunity to interact with the chefs and sommelier. Sommelier. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Thank you. Sommelier, isn't it? Sommelier. Yes, it is. Further enhancing the understanding and appreciation of this elegant dining experience. Um, Dates for this, Thursday, October 10th, Friday, October 18th, Friday, November 1st, Saturday, November 9th. The price per guest is $259 plus tax, which includes your gratuity. Um, you must be 18 years or above. No discounts will be applied. Um, there is a minimum dress code. Uh, this was offered last year, and it did quite well. So uh, if it's something that you'd like to attend, you should probably uh, get your tickets soon. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, Tables in Wonderland occasionally does uh, special specialty dining events. I remember uh, before the Great Movie Ride closed, they set up tables in inside the attraction. Right. And they did the meal there. Mm-hmm. Now, something I did not realize, uh, and just looked it up while you were talking, is that Tables in Wonderland is only available to Florida residents. It didn't used to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it used to be. And uh, it is membership is $175 or $150 if you're an annual pass holder. You sure? Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like I need to do more research on that. That's uh, that's what I just read. Now, Adam will tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Adam, tell us if he's wrong. Tell me he's wrong. Um, in resort news, Disney has just released details on a new barn that's being built for the horses at both the Pony Farm and Tri-Circle D Ranch at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Yeah. Tony's pointing at things to like prove to me that I'm wrong. It's exclusive to Florida residents. I still like to look it up. That's on the Disney World website. Okay, let's not bicker. We won't. <laughs> we'll yell at each other after the recording's over. Um, so yeah, so they're redoing the horse barn. I just at, said all oh, that. You did. You weren't paying attention because you were looking. looking th- for I, was, I was trying to, to prove, prove myself wrong. right. <laughs> is is that where you left off? Yeah, you're right here. Okay. Disney Imagineers. Well, you started reading the story, and then uh, okay. Disney Imagineers. Oh, have, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Disney Imagineers have completely redesigned the Tricircle D Ranch, and when it opens in the spring of 2020, there will be new stables and modernized outdoor spaces and facilities for the happiest horses on earth. Oh, so cute. The new barn will retain the history of the original Tricircle D as it welcomes guests to travel through exhibits of classic Disney equestrian artifacts dating back to the 1950s. And that whole Tricircle D Ranch has undergone some changes over the years um, because it used to be where the uh, petting zoo was, but all of those animals were removed and brought over to uh, Animal Kingdom Okay. and put into the petting zoo. Oh. Um, so beginning August 19th, the Draft Horse Barn and Pony Farm will be closed until the new barn debuts in 2020. Uh, however, you can still enjoy pony rides at the Trailblaze Corral near the campground's entrance. And the resort's trail rides and carriage rides will continue to operate as normal. So if you've ever gone over to Fort Wilderness, uh, that's kind of a nice thing that they do have, the trail rides and carriage rides. A couple of resorts offer it. It's a little pricey. you know. At, I mean, it's Disney. Um, but it is a fun way to uh, uh, see the resorts. It's one of the better resorts to stay at if you're not spending a ton of time in the parks. Right, especially There's if it's so a much holiday. so to do. Because of the, the campgrounds, the people decorate. Oh, yeah, I guess Christmas. for all the holidays. And, yeah. yeah, you get a golf cart and tool around. You could spend all afternoon just, you know, checking out all the different campsites. And they they do, um, I know they did archery mm-hmm. there. I don't know if they still do that. They do horseback riding. There's there's a lot to do at that resort. And then they've got hoop de doo at night. It's a, it's, a nice, it's a nice place. It is. And in television news on ABC... Uh, celebrating the 30th anniversary of The Little Mermaid this year on the small screen uh, as The Wonderful World of Disney and ABC present a live musical production that will utilize elements of both the 1989 classic animated movie and the Broadway musical version and will combine them with a live cast. Uh, Now, we saw Little Mermaid on Broadway a number of years ago, which is pretty cool. They used roller skates to simulate swimming and and whatnot. It was kind of a wacky uh, production. Um... Aulie Cravalho, who voiced Moana mm-hmm. in the movie Moana, will portray Ariel in the live studio presentation, um, which is actually physically, which is actually named "The Wonderful World of Disney Presents the Little Mermaid Live!" <laughs> exclamation point. Um, R&B artist, actor, and producer Queen Latifah will portray Ursula, and reggae musician, artist, and actor Shaggy will voice Sebastian the Crab. So it it sounds like a, a you know good that's start a good, to that's the a cast. Good cast. Yeah. Um, additional cast announcements will be made in the future, uh, and this uh, show is going to air on ABC on Tuesday, November fifth at eight p.m. Now this is not to be confused with the recently announced live action movie, which is going to star Haley Bailey, not Halle Berry, <laughs> uh, from Grownish. Right. 
uh, yeah. which will be start production next year or later this year. Great. I'm looking forward to both of them. And amazingly, we've managed to just clock in at 20 minutes. We're so great. We are. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.